with you guys I'm very very annoyed that there's biro on my shorts it was your own fault so yeah it wasn't it really wasn't go through the situation on how it happened I was holding a pen I didn't realize look you'll be able to hear this it's one of those clicky pen clicky pens they're 98 FM pens and they're very good pens these are the best pens in this building would you say they're better pens to spin 1038 pens the spin pens are muck how yeah. dare you they are how dare these you these are solid good quality pens I think the spin, the spin pens feel better in the in the finger though I know but this has got a grip on and everything would you say yeah. the pen represents the radio station no spin is the better radio station well I'm glad you said that uh, now what happened is I pressed the pen by accident so it was out yeah. and i was scratching my leg and didn't i just draw oh, it it's a, I, this is the first time it's i've seen the mark line. it's a yeah. massive line it's really upsetting me and i'm worried that the pen is not going to come out here's but, what but, i want you to do what go to your parents house straight after the show no. ring the doorbell take your shorts off I'm and sorry. in the doorway in the yeah, doorway in the doorway hand them to your father and then run away yeah and your mother uh, <laughs> but you made it worse though you licked your thumb you tried to rub it out and yeah. you smudged it everywhere what's wrong with rubbing or licking my thumb nothing wrong with that but it's the, it's it's, a free it's the action you did following it's that a, it's a free country now I want to speak about my dinner last night if that's okay yep I bought oh, we never did this on the show now I, I bought one of these things okay it was minced meat but wrapped around it was puff pastry all right it was like a when when you're talking about this you don't sell it well it was like a poor man's beef wellington what do you want me to do just mince <laughs> meat what, well. what was what's the it item was seasoned called season mince meat it didn't have a name i think it was a roulade where'd you buy it okay well that is a name it was a mince meat roulade i bought it in super value shout out to super value that should be good though yeah i like going there and the thing is guys i cooked it and there was way too much meat. The pastry was the first so- time Nathan's ever heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Shots fired from the corner. How dare you? <laughs> what are you insinuating? Nothing. Go back to your meat. Now my meat, it was very small, and it didn't satisfy myself or my girlfriend back. But you just uh. said there was loads of meat in it. Sorry, there wasn't <laughs> enough pastry. Okay. So the pastry got very soggy. Do you even care, guys? But you probably didn't cook it like, long enough no, if it I went soggy. No, I did cook it. I cooked it long enough. Maybe you cooked it for too long yeah, if it went soggy. Guys, oh. go back to Super Value and uh, shout out to their two for five deal they do when you walk in the main door of the chicken wings and the potato oh, gratin. good. Two oh, for five euros? Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Do you know what's a great deal? Marks and Spencer's. Uh, well, the dine-in deal. Dine-in deal. Hey, I can't afford that. Can you afford that kind of... I only get it on special occasions. On Sundays. I like to pluralize shops. Tesco's. Aldi's. Oh, Marks and Spencer. Yeah. I say Marks and Spencer's. I would say Marks and Spencer's, but I wouldn't say Lidl's. <laughs> would you not? Know? Aldi's. Um, Super value. Dunstores. Where, do <laughs> Where do you do your food shop, Peter? I'm a type of person who I'm bulk. They'll go like every day, every second day. Crazy. And I'll flick between Aldi and Little, Tesco and Dunn. Any of them. Because we have two of them here by the office. We have uh, Little and Dunn's. And then I usually drive yeah. past Aldi every day as well at one point. I would. I used to be a picker. I used no, to do no. the, the oddments. But now I kind of plan for the week. I plan See, for the week. Well, you, that just means you guys are not busy men and have no social lives. <laughs> 
Oh, we work until 10 a.m. and then we don't have much to do the rest we of the day. We don't have to do too much today, no? No, no, no get out Pull of here. Pull the podcast and get out, get okay? Out. Oh, I don't want to see it. you guys. Are we, uh, gonna, are we out of here at 10 past 10? Yeah, you I can get out. So. Just checking with Nick, but I don't think we have anything I have nothing to, do. to say to Nick, and I it's hope always he has nothing easy. to say to me. It's always easy when one of these guys aren't here because we're not expected we to do out. a lot. We've had a very big few weeks with the Gotta Get Around event. Yeah. We deserve a few down days. That said, Callum, I was exhausted yesterday. Oh, I'm shattered. I was more I'm tired super... than I was last week. I was in bed and asleep by 10 past nine last night. Oh, I was 11. I was in bed at 10 past eight. Becca came back from the gym and went, what are you doing? And I went, <laughs> this is my life. This is my life. No excitement in your life. Sorry, how can you go to bed when it's still bright outside? <laughs> I can't do blinds. it. I have blackout curtains. Yeah, yeah but does it not leak in the sides? Doesn't yeah. leak anywhere. No <laughs> leakage here. Do you know what else leaks? The pen on your bloody shorts. Uh, don't say the pen is bloody. Please don't swear on this podcast. Sorry. Now stop the music. I want us to sing a song. <laughs> Can I sing a song? We've got right 30 now? seconds at the end of the show, not 40 seconds. Another yeah. summer day has come and gone, gone away. In city and Rome. It's been Paris, Paris and Rome. And Rome. It's Paris oh and Rome. Shut up, I'm singing. Joe, I kissed a girl in to where, in Wes with this song on for the whole song. <laughs> like three and a half minutes, my jaw was wrecked. <laughs> Another summer day, and Peter's kissing away. Embray. Embray, baby. And I want to go home. Callum, can you sing one of the Harry Styles songs no. that I made? Uh, Tony Blair. Yeah. What was this? What's the Tony Blair song? I've forgotten it. What about the other? I, the My name is Harry Styles. And this is music for a sushi restaurant. <laughs> sushi. Sush her. Sush me. If I was a cat, cat I'd, I'd probably purr. Yeah. We've run out of bed here, lads. It's not. How um, is this podcast doing in the charts? I actually haven't checked the charts in ages. Uh, if you're listening to the Footy Charge Daily podcast, here's a good gauge because I always like reading emails. If you're if you've got this far into the intro, do you have a question for Peter? If you've got a question for Peter, or if you just want to say hello, fullycharged.spin1038.com. We, we on, have on email. We have someone that listens. To Can us I email abuse to that email? Peter, no, you're on the show. We have someone that listens, uh, and she listens to the podcast on the Golden Gate Bridge. She doesn't listen on the Golden no, Gate Bridge. No, she does. She just stands on the bridge. It's the only place she gets reception she for us. to the podcast. <laughs> uh, Callum, are you enjoying the show? Yeah, it's fun. How am I'm, I? I'm, my speech I'm, not re- was, I'm not really here. My speech was very bad this I'm morning, I'm looking guys. forward. This time next week, you I'll have s- one day left. Slurring your I words when I walked in this morning. <laughs> slurring. I was slurring my words a lot. You this said the morning. word story, but you didn't actually say the word story. <laughs> yeah, I it was said just be- store. Yeah. We've thirty. We've thirty five seconds. We I'm have to go back sorry. to actual live radio. I'm sorry lads. for saying store instead yeah, we gotta of story. Yeah, we got to go. He's stressing. Okay, bye. All right, goodbye. Fully charged with Graham and Nathan is on. What a time to be alive! Graham is away on holidays for two weeks. His replacement is the one and only Peter Collins. Yeah. Yeah. The second morning, everybody. I have to say, a lot of work has gone into this morning's show. Now, it's probably going to be terrible, but look, <laughs> we've been sat at our computers, we've been printing off sheets of paper, we've been communicating with one another. How can we make this morning's show good? Peter, 
you've been doing a great work. I was out there computer. for 30 minutes doing a lots of work. Fantastic. And then, producer Callum, I can see you're yes. pulling bits of audio, a bit uh, of music. Welcome to my favourite week of the year. It's Eurovision week. Oh. oh. And you know I'm going to be talking about it. That's a uh, nightmare for me. It's the first semi-final tonight of Eurovision. There's a second semi-final on Thursday and the grand final on Saturday. In a couple of minutes, I'm going to go through some of my favourite songs from the semi-finals tonight. You're going to you're going to change your mind about the Eurovision. Do you like the Eurovision, Peter? I couldn't think of anything worse. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I used to love it when I was a kid, and now it's like, nah. it's never left me. I've got some great songs to play you in about five oh, minutes, dear. and it was really going to entice you. Producer into the Callum's Peter Pan. He's never grown up, so he's obsessed with the Eurovision. I'm bubbling over with excitement here. It's the fully charged daily podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Producer Callum is a kid in a candy shop right now because the Eurovision is back. And I haven't seen you this happy, Callum, since the news came out that Shrek was doing a musical <laughs> in the Borgosh. <laughs> I am chomping at the bit uh, at this. So this is the Eurovision Song Contest. It's Eurovision Week. If you don't know what Eurovision is, it's basically a week-long kind of music competition that culminates on Saturday to find the best song in Europe at the time. Now... Uh, a lot of European countries enter this. Some don't, some do. Australia take part for some reason. Still don't really understand why. And the UK still out of it. Yeah, the UK automatically qualify for the grand final because they pump so much money into the European Broadcast Union. Oh, oh fascinating. Yeah. So they bypass the semi-final. Now, where is the Eurovision being taken place this year? So because Maniskin won last year, they're Italian, so it's being held in Italy. It's in Turin. There's two semi-finals, one happening tonight at 8pm, one happening on Thursday night at 8pm, and then the grand final is happening on Saturday. So this is how it works tonight. There's 17 countries performing in the Eurovision semi-final one tonight. Ten will make Saturday's grand final. So seven will lose. Ireland are performing on Thursday with Brooke. She performs on, Thursday on, night with That's Rich. So I'm going to run through some of my favourite songs that should qualify for the final tonight. Okay. Uh, for the final on Saturday from the first semi-final. So we start off with the favourite for the whole competition. So not just tonight for Saturday's grand final as well. Uh, it's the Ukrainian entry from uh, Lush Orchestra called Stefania. Oh, let's have a listen to this. Oh, yeah. So this song is in Ukrainian. It's got a bit of everything for you. It goes from a ballad. There's a bit of rap. There's a bit of disco flute. Yeah, I was going to say what instrument was that. I thought it was just a person on stage whistling. I but uh, think it's, I think it's a Ukrainian instrument because I've never seen it before. It's a very long flute and they're just holding it at the end and then they move the finger and that's how it makes Incredible. the noise. Incredible. So that's um, Pete's... <laughs> Pete's loving the fact that you're saying flute a lot. <laughs> it's just a musical instrument, isn't it? So that's one I love of the flute. That's one of the favourites to win the whole competition. The UK apparently a second favourite to Who, win. Who's representing the UK? It's a guy called Sam Ryder. You look at him and he looks like he's from Finland. Big, blonde, bushy beard. Very luscious hair. Oh, wow. Um, he is popular on TikTok, so that's how they've kind of top, uh, tipped him to, to do well there. Are there going to be any musicians that are poultry this year, Dustin the Turkey? Don't think so. <laughs> Last year, I don't know if you know, Pete, but um, Flo nope. Rider represented... Oh, I did see um, that. A San Marino. Is he, he was San very Marino? good. He, he's not taking part this year. Oh. Uh, one of the other favourites to qualify for the grand final is from Greece. Uh, this song is called Die Together. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I like it. 
lot of passion in that one. Yeah, it's a bit depressing the name of the song, Die Together, but it's a strong favourite to win the whole thing. So they're two of the big favourites to win. Now, I've picked two of my favourite songs that aren't guaranteed to qualify for the final, but they're a bit of us. And okay. the first one is from Norway. It's from a band called Subwolfer, <laughs> and the song is called Give That Wolf a Banana. <laughs> That's it. I want that to win. Yeah. Oh, oh, that drop. It's a bit of drop, isn't it? Yeah. See? Are they playing tonight? They're tonight. They're in semi final oh. one tonight. That's uh, Subwoofer by Norway. <laughs> and you might have seen this one going doing the rounds from Latvia. This has been trending on TikTok since way before the Eurovision uh, has come about. It's from Latvia. And this song is called Eat Your Salad. Eat Your Salad. of meat, I eat veggies and I like them both fresh, like them both juicy, I ride my bicycle. Oh, yeah! So if you good. listen to the lyrics of this, it's all about being eco-friendly, recycling. Oh, this is funky. Yeah. I have to say, I am liking the sound of these songs this year so a lot better. Those two, they're not guaranteed to get through to the semifinals. They're kind of like in the bookmakers and everything. They're kind of hovering around qualifying and not qualifying. But those two are one of my uh, two of my favourites. Those are the songs that actually get me interested in the Eurovision for once. Well, I'll, I'll give you an update on who qualifies tomorrow. Well, and then do. on Thursday, we'll look at uh, the ones that are going against Brooke in the Irish one. And then on Friday, we'll look towards yeah, the grand final. See, I'm converting you. I was going to say thank Slowly. God for the Eurovision. Great content for the show. We're milking it dry now. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Now, guys, I'm very excited for this Saturday because I'm bringing my father to a special event that I think he's going to love. Do you want to hear where I'm going? Yes. Yeah. Van Gogh. An immersive journey. It's happening in the RDS this Saturday. Listen to it. Featuring the artist's most compelling works, the journey is a completely immersive experience using artificial intelligence. So it feels like you are surrounded by the artwork and that the artwork is a living, breathing thing. I saw some stuff right it looks absolutely incredible. It looks insane. Now, I think my dad's going to love it, but thinking about it, I, I do worry because from time to time I bring my dad to the odd event and it always goes badly. Especially because this event this Saturday, it's a kind of media pass I'm going on. So there's going to be a lot of important people mm -hmm. there. And I find it extremely overwhelming because you might see the odd person that you recognize off the TV. And I don't feel comfortable being around them, I'll be honest with you. But you throw my dad in the mix, and this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> I remember one time I brought my dad to a Bruce Springsteen premiere of his film. What was it? It was called Western Stars. Oh, yes, yeah, I remember that screening. It was in the Lighthouse Cinema. And I went on like a Tuesday evening and my dad wasn't dressed well. He was wearing an extremely long rain jacket. It wasn't raining and a humongous rucksack, which contained a lot of Asian ingredients because he went to the Asian market and he had a few drinks and he was in good form, but he ended up spitting his drink on his jacket. Thank God it was a rain jacket. It's like he knew. But then he started pointing at Marty Whelan, who was there and was saying, how come Marty has popcorn? and I don't. <laughs> I went, relax, Dad, it's Marty Whelan. And then we actually went into the film 
and you're told do not have your phone out because this is a premiere the film isn't out yet you're just getting an exclusive screening halfway through the film I look over and my dad has his phone out during the screening uh, during the screening the lights on and then he a security man runs up the steps I'm not making this up and starts pointing at my dad and says stop put your phone away this is an exclusive screening and my dad goes oh god sorry and then Bruce is on the screen and he's speaking about his ex-wife and then my dad goes yeah I wonder how long they were together for and then someone in front goes shh well, you beat boy. You've been talking throughout this and you've been on your phone. And my dad looked at him. Jeez, what's his problem? <laughs> then I went to a very strange event. It was Roddy Doyle. Do you know the playwright, the writer? I do. Roddy Doyle. It was like a celebration of Roddy Doyle's work in the Olympia. I don't know why I brought my dad to it. But we're standing there surrounded by sandwiches. And my dad says to me, do you know, I have a funny story about Roddy Doyle. I used to have picnics with Roddy Doyle when I was a child. My mum was friends with his mum and we used to go to this park and eat sandwiches. And I went, wow, that's an insane story. And one of the PR people that invited me to the event actually went over to me and said, Nathan, are you having a good time? And I introduced her to my dad. And I said, you're not going to believe this, but my dad just told me that he used to uh, have picnics with Roddy Doyle. And my dad said, no, I didn't. <laughs> and I was like, why are you lying? He, he stitched you right up. He, just, he made me look like a lunatic. And then, like 10 minutes later, I see him chatting to Roddy Doyle, clearly saying, I used to have picnics with you when you were a child. And Roddy Doyle looked so creeped out. So God only knows what he's going to do this Saturday. I feel like he's going to fall into the projection. Of yeah, I was just going to say, is he ready for an immersive experience? Like, am I being rude if I send him a message, please don't wear a rain jacket and have an enormous rucksack as if you're going to the Dublin mountains and you're going to be drinking your own urine? <laughs> like Bear Grylls. But like, he's not going to be in his seat, so he's going to be walking around. You're going to have to put like a leash on him. You know the things the kids have, like the dog thing, like a harness. <laughs> a little bell. Like he's a cat. Oh, he's coming, my dad. Well, I'll let you know how we get on because I'm very worried. But like, uh, there's a point that you made there where you're at. He was at the Bruce Springsteen concert and someone turned around and shushed him. Yeah. Did a similar experience that happened to you a couple of years ago with Danny Riley's mum? Oh, the yeah. Coronas. It runs in the family. It does run in the Clearly family. It does. Mary Black turned around and gave you a dig jet or gave you give an HR to one of the gigs, oh, wasn't it? Oh, God, that was very awkward. I completely blanked that out of my memory. Yeah. Well, there we go. I'll pass it on to my future children. <laughs> Maybe the team you can wear a leash together and you'll look after each other on that one. <laughs> it's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. We'll tell you exactly how you can win it after eight, but right now it is time for the Showbiz Shootout. Oh, this is where Peter and I each have a Showbiz news story, and then at the end, producer Callum, aka the big bad sweaty sheriff. Sorry about that, sheriff. He's still sweating from yesterday. All right. How are you getting on this morning? Not too bad, not too bad. Have you noticed I'm showing a lot of leg? Yeah, very, very short shorts this morning. Maybe we'll put them on the Insta story. I wouldn't to... say a lot of leg, I'd say all the leg. All the <laughs> more hot pants than They are serious hot pants. <laughs> when you stood up at the desk there when we were getting ready this morning, I was like, good lord, is he actually wearing pants? <laughs> Look, guys, please, stop focusing on my legs and let's focus <laughs> on some stories. Peter, do you want to begin? 
Yes, I can begin today. Uh, first things first, I uh, was given out to this morning because I had a story and apparently wasn't showbiz. Well, you're making a mockery of this segment. <laughs> it's given out to you before you even got on air. Tell uh, us the story you wanted to do. You wanted to speak about some randomer hanging up washing. Yeah, I wanted to hear uh, talk about uh, two neighbours where one neighbour is hanging up their washing in the other neighbour's garden. They're not celebrities. That's, that's not a showbiz news story. We... Oh. Is the reason why we read these stories. I misread the rules, yeah. okay. All right, um, I'll go for this one. It's uh, tarnished at Leo Varadkar's fridge at the moment. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Organised to perfection. So, as they do say, your health is your wealth. And if you've got a big job where millions of people are literally relying on you, you need to make sure you're on TikTok performance for the day. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's what a, is the fridge like? So, the fridge, he put a picture on his Instagram the other day. And do you know what? There is one shelf... That is organised perfectly. One really? shelf. It's got all the pre-made meals. They're in their lovely glass bo- uh, boxes. They have yellow and, or sorry, red and green lids. Obviously, maybe the green lids are for breakfast, maybe, and the red are for lunch or dinner. Yeah. So that's what he has there. And then the second shelf is absolutely nowhere near perfection. Full oh. on cartilage. So we have here. We do have a lovely block of. Uh, I think it's Calmore cheese. Apparently, it's Calmore <laughs> cheese. Um, it looks lovely. Good man, Leo, and the cheese picking. Uh, but this one here, this is just causing me anxiety the whole way through. There's a bowl which looks like some sort of sauce or soup sitting on the second shelf. No cover on it. No cover. And the spoon is still in the oh, bowl. Leo. Very irresponsible. What are you Leo. doing? No, not good at all. And then beside that is a load of open packets of. I'm going to say ham. They look like uh, yeah, those are specially selected ones you get. Just wide open. Oh, you got to cover those for freshness. Dry out. I know oh. they need to be cut in it like a box no. or wrapped in cling film or sealed properly for freshness. Yeah, I take great pleasure in wrapping up food. Not even cooking food, just wrapping it up in cling film. Always. I'm all about condiments to the right-hand side of the shelf. Then I have one shelf just for meat. And then we slowly work it up with the cheeses and stuff. But I remember, Producer Callum, mm. your fridge was like a sociopath's fridge. <laughs> well, no, because me and Jess, we ordered these kind of meal prep service, so we had okay. different meals. And I put sticky labels on the fridge and inside the shelves on the fridge to be like, this is Callum's uh, shelf and this is Jess's shelf. It was very passive-aggressive. I didn't aggressive. see anything wrong with that, but everybody else did. But I also say, a uh, picture of a fridge, most fridges have more than two shelves. He's cropped out the bottom half of the fridge. Oh, what's oh, in the bottom? That's shelf. what I want to see. Something I, he's I can, hiding I can there. see a pot of yogurt, but that's about it. Well, look. I'd like a little bit more. What do you got for me? That was an excellent story. Fair play to you, Peter. I want to speak about this former X Factor contestant. Guys, Wagner is in the news this morning because he is returning to Brazil to open a hair transplant clinic. So he currently lives in Birmingham, but he says he wants to leave and retire in Brazil. He says, I love it here, but I'm going to Brazil to start a hair transplant business. I'm living proof that hair transplants work. I had mine eight years ago and I haven't lost anything. I lose more from the beard than my head. Now, before anyone makes a mean comment... I was going to say, you can no, go and visit him. I'm not going to Brazil. <laughs> he says, I want to die in Brazil and live in peace. So maybe he li- believes in reincarnation. He believes that he will live when he passes away. But it leads me nicely to a great question. Okay. If you could have any X Factor contestant give you a hair transplant, who would it be and why? Oh, Pete's not going to answer this. He knows nothing about anything on TV. <laughs> I don't watch TV. Oh, uh, any X Factor contestant ever? Yeah. Um, 
while he feels I'm going to go Ridian. Ridian. Do you remember Ridian? <laughs> yeah. Big white-haired guy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was classic. Well, he is a great head of hair, yeah. so you believe him. He would also be in the camp of Jedward. Yeah. If Jedward yeah. was oh. doing that, you want your person to have a thick, luscious head of hair. I'll just go with Jade Thurwell. That's the name that's popped in my head. Oh, yeah, yeah she was I'd say she'd be very good at hair transplanting. Yeah. Two very good showbiz stories today, but I'm going to have to give Nathan the win. Thank you very You can't much. beat a bit of Agnes, especially with the hair no, transplant. that's fair. There's a, there's a, there's a song title in from Birmingham to Brazil, though, I have to say. <laughs> I do love that one right there. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. You gotta get it wrong. You gotta get it wrong? You gotta get it wrong. You got to get it wrong. Yes, that is all you have to do. Get questions wrong in a minute. Playing this morning is Emma. Emma, what do you work as? I work for an IT company, so oh. working partly from home. Oh, brilliant. Peter, you love computers. What's your favourite <laughs> computer, Peter? Oh, I'd have to go for a good old HP, maybe. Oh, oh Hewlett Packard. And Emma, how long have you been working in your job for? Um, two and a half years. Okay, so nice. Yeah. And is the Christmas party wild? Absolutely. Yeah, where was the last Christmas party well, held? Actually, between COVID, we didn't have one for the last couple of years. So it's been virtual. Oh. Well, we've had virtual ones, those have been fun, but they've been in town somewhere in Dublin. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you remember, guys, when we did the virtual quizzes here on Spin 1038 on a Friday evening? Yeah. And slowly but surely, <laughs> people started to just not appear. I, I, never... held, I held a quiz, and then the next week I did bingo, and then everyone hated the bingo, so then we never <laughs> did any others. I don't think I appeared at any of them. Yeah, okay. Well, look, Emma, you want to play Gotta Get It Wrong this morning? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, Adam, I'm going to go through the rules for you now. So uh, we're going to put one minute on the clock. you got to get as many questions wrong as possible. There is no repetition. Your answer must be in relation to the question. And you've only got a couple of seconds to answer before the buzzer comes into play. And we move on to the next one, all right? Perfect. Now, currently on top of the leaderboard is Sam with 13. So you need to get 14 questions wrong in a minute to go on top. But I wish you well, Emma. Thank you. All right. 14. Hope so. Right, you ready, Emma? Yeah. All right, here we go. What noise does a scorpion make? Ow. What noise does a starfish make? Ow. Name a Jude Law film. Uh, the Summer. What's, uh, what's 66 minus 9? 24. 14 plus 22 is 32. True or false? False. What's on a, a Hawaiian pizza? <coughs> Chicken. What's the main ingredient in mushroom soup? Uh, Yay. Tomato. What's a capital of turkey? Yeah. Sing Dustin the Turkey song on the Eurovision. I love you. What year did Dustin the Turkey represent Ireland in the Eurovision? 1970. What animal is Dustin the Turkey? Chicken. What is a baby pig called? A cow. Sing an Ariana Grande song. <laughs> what age is Ellen DeGeneres? 70. What sport is Anthony Joshua involved in? Golfing. Sing a Peter Andre song. 
I'll be honest with you, Nathan. Not your best performance. Not my finest. <laughs> you try to laugh a few times in there. I was having a bit of fun. Can Emma, you say Hawaiian pizza again? <laughs> oh, it's really hard to say that. I always put am, don't I? <laughs> Name um, and Hawaiian pizza. Um, oh. The way you've spelled Hawaiian as well. H-A-W-A-I-N-N. That is not how you spell Hawaiian. Look, guys, <laughs> I gave the go. Emma, you have a hell of a singing voice. That was a lovely Please, song at the end. I don't want to do my voice, but hot scale this morning. Now, Emma, what song was that that you were singing? I actually don't know. Did I you make it up? No. I, I don't know who sings it, but it came into my head. Oh, great. Well, look, you need to get 14 to go on top of the leaderboard. Oh, I can tell you, you came on with your big computer and you got 12. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. A couple yeah. of repetitions, a couple of correct yeah. answers yeah. in there. So I, I was sure, though, she was going well. Yeah, well, you, and you got through 16 questions, so if you got a perfect game there, you'd be on top, but... Do you know what? Well, gets you. I blame myself, Emma. My speech I was slurred. I, I would as well. Can we do it again? <laughs> Maybe in a couple of weeks. Uh, you're, taking, you're taking the blame, like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Emma. Look, have a great day and work today. Thanks, Emily, too. See Thanks, Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye, Emma. So if you want to play tomorrow, just WhatsApp the word wrong right now to 087-711-1038. And don't forget, up for grabs, the prize at the end of the week is a two-night stay at the Kingsley Hotel in Cork with breakfast and dinner on one night. And, of course, the coveted gotta get a wrong board game. Oh, absolutely. I would love that. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Peter, you're sat in for Graham for the next two weeks as he's away on holiday. And we want to ask you a question this morning. What celebrity was a student in your school? You can let us know. The number is 087-711-1038. Send us a WhatsApp message or a WhatsApp voice message. This is because, Peter... Because we were in the same school. We were. We announced it yesterday. We both went to New Park. I was a year older than you. You were a very cool guy. Rugby jock. Popular <laughs> fellow. I used to watch you from afar and think, one day, one day I'll do a radio show with them. We both thought it. But it's fair to say we had a great time in New Park. We did. A fantastic show. The thing is... Breaking news, legendary broadcaster and news anchor Brian Dobson also went to New Park. Also known as Dobbo. Do you know what's even interesting? I had the same English teacher as Brian Dobson. Who was it? It was Miss Coughlin. Oh, yes. A lovely lady, which is absolutely mad because the I was trying to figure out Brian Dobson's age. So he's 62 and I'm 30. The fact that we had the same English teacher. 31 years. Miss Coughlin's very young. I don't understand it. Super young. I, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. But isn't that cool that yourself, myself and Brian Dobson went to the same school? And I think it's fair to say that if Brian Dobson went to the school when we went at the same time, we'd it, be friends. We'd be friends and me, maybe not you. <laughs> you guys would be playing rugby while I'd be like, Brian, uh, any news for us? Any news? You're an anchor. And I was speaking to my girlfriend Becca last night and I was saying, did any famous people go to your school? Were they a student? And she said that Katie Taylor 
Oh. Went to her school. It, it, was that in Bray? That was in Bray. Also, Laura Whitmore went to her school. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Loretta Bray. Yeah. I love that you all, I remember you were talking about it yesterday, that you thought for a moment that Hosier went to her school. Even though she went to an oh, old girl's girl school. <laughs> it must be the hair. Hosier with the long hair. Take me to church. So we'd love to hear from you. What famous person was a student in your school? 87 Going to cross over to producer Callum over yeah. in the UK. I, I've just gone onto Wikipedia because my secondary school has a Wikipedia page. It's called the Nottingham Bluecoat Academy now. Oh, okay. It was called the Nottingham Bluecoat School when I was there. Very so fancy. upgraded from a school to an academy. There's a couple of names on here, but I ha- don't have a clue who they are. Stephen Betts, Jane Denton, John Hose. Edwin oh, Patchett. Not a clue on any of these famous people. I'm sorry. People. The Edward Patchett. <laughs> <laughs> He's an incredible playwright. Edward Patchett was the justice of peace between 1808 <laughs> And 1888, oh. and he was a former mayor of Nottingham. What was the name of that school now on Wikipedia again? The Nottingham Bluecoat School. If someone notes that down, go on to Wikipedia and add Callum Farmer to that, will you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so please get in touch this morning. 087-711-1038. Just got this message in from Ellie. I'm doing my leave-in cert at the moment in New Park. Oh, Big yes. up the New Park Massive. Go I don't on. have a clue what I'm saying. Go on, Ellie. Uh, but there you go. Some, uh, a, a relation to you. I wonder if there's posters of you throughout the school. They could Look be. at these. They've made it. They're on Dublin's uh, Breakfast Show Spin 1038. Thing is, Peter was a very cool guy. You played on the rugby team. You had a lot of girlfriends in school. <laughs> popular fellow myself had your fingers up your nose I, I was eating a caterpillar outside up until the age of 18, 18. I love the way you got the new park massive that's pretty close thing to say come to you yeah. <laughs> alright Ed uh, who was in your school man when I was in the in primary school I went to the Irish school in Rathcoll um, no jokes, lads. I was a year above Dermot Kennedy. Oh, also, wow. the second year school I went to, Ruby Walsh went to that school. Oh, that is cool. That's a double bubble. That is a big one. Two big ones there. I wonder if you always knew with Dermot Kennedy that he was going to be a star. I'd say they did. Definitely. He'd be singing at all the school talent shows, I'd say. Yeah. And then Ruby Walsh there. <laughs> what band also went to our school? Hudson Taylor. They did. Oh, and uh, the, one of the girls from the Heathers as well went to our school. Jesus. And am I right in thinking um, Paul McCartney went to our school? <laughs> he did indeed. He yeah, actually Paul McCartney it. was there. I was friends with Ringo Starr. <laughs> Emma, who was in your school? William and Holly Carpenter went to my school out in Hope. I'm sorry, I didn't get Holly Carpenter. Holly Carpenter. Oh, wow, the influencer. Go Holly on, Holly. Carpenter. And who is William? I don't really know. Oh, it's not James Kavner's. No, William was in Cork. Already? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. Here, look, we, we have a call here. Ross, what celebrity was a student in your school? Uh, it was Paul Meskell. Yeah, he's in the Oh, the oh. Paul Meskell. Wow. <laughs> and w- what was Paul like? Was he always wearing those GAA shorts? And the necklace. Uh, well, I played hurling with him as well on GA, so yeah, he was always wearing the gas shorts. And was he as good as in hurling in real life in GA as he was in the uh, Normal People series? Oh, he was amazing. He was also the lead role in the plays that we do in school as well. Oh, nice, um, he was. From, yeah. Do you know what? He sounds like one of those all-rounder lads that are really annoying. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very jealous, you know. <laughs> and he was a nice guy, Ross. Like, I'm picturing yeah. leather jacket in the hallways with a toothpick in his mouth, so, like he's a young James Dean. 
I don't think so. We had a school uniform. <laughs> All right. And what school did you go to? Then, at the time, it was Manu Post Primary. And has he visited? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I've been out of the school now a few years, so, but he still pops around to Manu every now and again, yeah. Would you, be, would you be happy if they put up a statue outside the school of him? <laughs> um, Actually, they might as well deserve it, yeah. Sexy chain. I can see it now. Uh, well, thanks so much, Ross. Have a great day. No problem, you too, guys. Cheers. We received this message from Emma a few minutes ago, and we got a bit confused. William and Holly Carpenter went to my school in Hope. So we thought she said William and Holly Carpenter. We're like, oh, we know Holly Carpenter. And we're like... Who's well William? done, William, for I, getting in there. Uh, I <laughs> Who's it was William? William Shatner. <laughs> it's Will I Am. <laughs> from oh, the voice. wow. But I think Emma has sent us a new message. She has. It was Vogue William. Ah. Uh, Spencer Matthews name. Oh, there we go. Oh, that makes William. sense. Oh, William Shakespeare. <laughs> Vogue Williams. That's another famous one. And we got another message in, did we? We do. Nicole here got in touch as well. Trevor Brennan went to my school. Yes. In Leakslip in Comfy College. Long, long time ago now. Thanks, bye. Very long time ago. Ex-Ireland International and then went to France and played for Toulouse for a bunch of years. Rugby player? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. He looks like a big, sexy ball band. He does indeed. He got a life band once in rugby, but then reduced to five years. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't condone getting bands in any oh, absolutely form not. of sport. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Becky Hill Galantis, that is run this morning on Fully Charged with now stream world-class entertainment. Oh, you're looking for world-class entertainment? Well, let me tell you, myself and Graham have a brand new podcast. Mm. It's called Will You Shift My Friend? It's powered by Go Loud. I know you want to sing us the intro music to the podcast. Let's hear it. Come on. Come on. Come on. You know the words, Peter. Well, I think so. I'm going to give it a go. Will you shift? Will you shift, my friend? 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 Oh, yes. You better believe it. So, will you shift, my friend? Myself and Graham, we chat to famous people, your favourite personalities, all about the art of shifting. Your first kiss, favourite nightclub, embarrassing shifting stories. So far, we've chatted to the likes of Greg O'Shea, Justin Stafford, James Cavanagh, Charlie Murphy, Marty Guilfoyle and I can tell you this week this morning the episode's already released Fanula Jones joins us. Oh yes. Fanula J on social media she's a hilarious woman and she gives us some great stories I'm going to play a few clips from it she gives a very entertaining story about her friend Megan when she shifted her friend Megan and my friend (laughs) my friend Megan was like will you give me that snapback and I was like yeah but you have to shift me <laughs> and nice so we did smooth. and then she got the hat I'm really not sure why I made her do that why not why not not really sure oh yeah she, she was hot yeah. then and she's hot now so and did you think I'm not sure if she still has the snapback I hope she does and guys I have to say recording the episode I was in in a very giddy mood and I started asking from some very <laughs> strange questions here's a montage of some of the questions would you classify it let's say shift or meet or score if you weren't using tongue have you ever had a hickey before but have you ever done this and please be honest if you have mm. we got an ice cube from our drink I think I put in my mouth and I kissed in such an erotic way <laughs> that the ice cube ended up in Herman. <laughs> 
Have you ever kissed someone and maybe you weren't aware that the kiss was going to happen so quickly and you're chewing gum in your mouth? Not to get uh, salacious or anything. I feel like Pierce Morgan asking this. Have you ever kissed a girl? I'm telling you, all the questions are asked in this episode. You want to check it out. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. It's all powered by Go Loud. Uh, Peter, have you listened to the podcast yet? Do you know what? It's the first podcast that you guys have done that I've actually listened to every week. Yeah, because I never listened to your last one, not oh, even once. Yeah, I remember. What has been your favourite episode so far? So far, um, I would say the one with Marty. Marty Gilfoyle. Yes, I think so, yeah. That the was latest week's. one. Yeah, yeah last yeah, week's yeah. one. Very good. A oh, big question. Producer Callum. Now, you strike me like you're a fan of maybe Charlie Murphy or Greg O'Shea. What was your favourite episode? Well, we all know that I'm a man that loves linear medium like radio. Oh, it's only me. live once. Peter... Yeah. I don't believe in podcasts. What? I yeah. don't I don't even like you talking about this podcast. And I thought, because Graham's on holiday, ah, oh, we're gonna have two weeks of no mention of this shift in podcast or anything like that. But lo and behold, here he comes with his silly little music and his oh, silly little guests. How dare you? I've enjoyed this segment so far. Yes. Now, Callum, please, yeah. for Graham, because Graham's away on his holidays, what a gift when he returns and you say, do you know what, Graham, I listen to the podcast. Do you know what I'm going to do? I am going to Orlando next Thursday. Lovely. Uh, if the plane, sometimes you can listen to music and stuff on the plane. If the plane has podcasts in Awood on the on the touchscreen entertainment system, I'll listen to you in the sky. I didn't oh. know where that was going. I yeah. thought you were going to say, if the plane starts to crash... <laughs> And I'm about to go to my death. I'll, I'll start listening to the podcast. Give it a listen. No, I'll take a selfie of me listening to the podcast on the plane on those little screens where you can watch okay, the movies. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that's And don't forget good. to tag the podcast in the car. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, okay, well, thanks very much. Check it out, Peter. Have a listen to it this morning. I will indeed. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. My stomach is rumbling. I'm mm. absolutely starving right now, guys. And you've noticed that I have a beard... The other day I ate a burger and there was some cheese on it. And I didn't realize like two hours after eating the burger, I had melted cheese matted in my beard. And, And you might think, oh, Nathan, did you throw it into the bin? Absolutely not. I put it in my mouth and I swallowed it and it was absolutely gorgeous. I did that as well. Thank you. Saving it for later. No judgment here. Look, all this week we're teaming up at Deliveroo because they want to discover the unique ways you order, prepare for and enjoy your Deliveroo takeaway. And every day this week, we've got loads of 50 euro Deliveroo vouchers to win. Peter, this is a bit of fun. I'm a Deliveroo driver. Yeah, and if you're delivering, would you be on a bike, a motorbike, electric bike, or would you be a car man? Well, I kept referring to myself as Lance Armstrong yesterday. (laughs) I'm not going to do that anymore because I was in trouble for it. So I'm going to say I would go on a bicycle like Lance Armstrong. Like this one. (laughs) (laughs) Now, to win these vouchers, all you have to do is... I'm the delivery driver. I'm going up to someone's house and you have to let me know what wacky way you'd greet me. For example. Well, hello. I've been expecting you. Okay. Sauce. I can hear a little now, 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 now in the background. It's a bit sexy. I feel like I'm calling over on Valentine's Day. I'd just be wearing a towel. Oh, goodness (laughs) gracious. So, 
Send us in a WhatsApp voice message right now to 087-711-1038 with a weird and wacky way you'd greet me if I was your Deliveroo driver. Yesterday, Pete, what was yours? It was the Wazda. Yeah, the We had a couple of great ones yesterday uh, through the voice notes as well. So weird and wacky ways on voice notes. Imagine Nathan turning up to your door. What would you say to him? What would you say to me? And please do be wearing clothes. It would be very awkward. Did you imagine that actually happening? (laughs) I don't want to imagine it. Now, I think we got a few wacky greetings, so will we cross over to them? Yeah, we got one here from Louise. Okay, I'm on my bike, pulling up outside Louise's house. Going up to the front door. What is Louise going to say? Get in my belly. <laughs> oh, oh. She goes a bit Scottish. Get in me belly. Well, there you go, Louise. You've just won a 50 euro Deliveroo voucher. Woo! Nice one on that one. We got another Louise right here as well. See what she has to say for herself. Get back on me old bike. They live side by side. Pulling up outside Louise's house. What do you have for me, Louise? Oh, well, not really Christmas, but Merry Christmas to you. You've just won a 50-euro Deliveroo voucher. It's always Christmas when Deliveroo pulls up outside the door. It is indeed. And we have our final one to give away. Phil. Phil is in the house. You're coming in fast on this one. I feel it. I want to see Phil. Oh, lovely house, Phil. All right, what are you going to say to me? Hello, old chap. Hello. I've been expecting you. <laughs> I like the way Phil repeats himself. It's like similar to my one. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very James Bond, isn't it? Kind of stroking a car. Yeah, I've been expecting you. <laughs> well, you've just won a 50 euro delivery voucher. Is that the last one? That's that's all we've got time for. Yeah, today. look, my calf muscles are aching. We'll do it again. It's like all night. We'll have more to give away <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, more music still to come this morning on Fully Charged. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. So, a woman gave birth at a Metallica concert in Brazil the other day. Now, the woman is called Joyce M. Figaro, and she bought tickets to the gig three years ago. And she said that she was 39 weeks pregnant and she was sitting in a special area for the show when her contractions began during the Metallica no set. Way. And with just three songs left to go, the plan was to take her to hospital by ambulance, but there was no time. She had to go. So I can tell you, she gave birth to Luan. And baby Luan, the first thing baby Luan heard was this song, Enter the Sandman. I'm telling you, Luan has to be the next big rock star. Absolutely, it'd be in her blood. Imagine being exposed to Metallica. The first thing you hear is Metallica playing. I think it's only right we speak about ourselves here. Peter, a little mangy birdie has told me (laughs) that you were born in a very special place. I was. I was born in Frankfurt in, in a hospital called the Burger Hospital. Guten Morgen. Hello, my friend. What were you doing in Frankfurt? Just chilling. Uh, my parents were living there. Were they? Yeah. 
they were yeah. living there for years. And then me and my brother and sister were all born there in Germany, in Frankfurt. Oh God, so do you have a German citizenship? No, I think I can get one, though, but it's a long old rigmarole to get it. When so. you call it the burger hospital, all I can think of is it's like where burgers go when they're ill. It's probably why I absolutely <laughs> love burgers. <laughs> I can't well, get enough of them. What would be your favourite burger, Bunsen? Oh, Bunsen Wild? all day, baby. Bunsen oh, really? all day, yeah. Uh, what Shout about out to Bonson. You producer Carl. I think mine's pretty boring. I was just born in the in the maternity hospital back in Nottingham. Go on. Yeah. And have you ever returned and said thank you? <laughs> I haven't returned to say thank you for delivering me. I've been to that hospital since as like a child and stuff because they do all the procedures and, and bits like that. But like I've not been and said. Thank you for letting me arrive into this world <laughs> through this hospital. Listen to this. You can't make it up. I was born in my parents' bedroom. <gasps> I rolled out onto the bed. And did you fall off and that would happen to your head? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Peter. Peter, you can't be saying that now. Uh, very quickly, if you were to be born in any gig, what would it be? At any gig? Oh, I would say a Macklemore gig. A Macklemore? Yeah. Good energy. Yeah, good serious vibes off it. I suppose I'd like One Direction. Of course. You know? Yeah, like if I was to go... Uh, there's there's two phases that I go through in terms of music because I went to famously went to see Example oh God. with Jess uh, oh, just no. pre-pandemic and that was there was such a weird crowd and I've always said it because it was very young but then very old but there's a lot of moshing and, and stuff like that oh, so it's like not for not for when you're when you're giving birth I went to see Gavin James in Cork a yes, few weeks back yes. that's a, that was a lovely gig there was a little bit of bounce and that would help the baby come out. <laughs> But there's a lot of also swaying side to side, a oh. bit of torches on the phone. Ed Sheeran at Croke Park wouldn't be a bad um, bad no. shout as well. Great production as well. Yeah. Metallica would be a very heavy one. Oh, it'd be very heavy. Now, apparently Luan is doing very well. Wouldn't so it be was. great if you timed the birth to, like, the confetti or the fireworks or something? <laughs> at the end of Ed Sheeran's gig, after he's just finished playing, confetti, fireworks, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's dedicate the next song to baby... Luan Figaro. Do we have Metallica? No, we don't. But do we do have what? a song from H called Baby. Here oh, we go. You can't make it up. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. The shave. With Gillette Labs. Effortless shaving with a new Gillette Labs razor. With exfoliating bar. Yes, it's solved the shave with Gillette Labs. This is where we shave off part of a song and all you have to do is sing us back the missing lyrics and up for grabs is a hell of a prize. A Gillette Skin Guard Starter Pack plus six months worth of blades. Joining us is Jamie right now. All right, Jamie. How are you? Now, Jamie, I believe that you have a hell of a singing voice on you. (laughs) I've been told, Jamie, you sound very much like Macy Gray... (laughs) And Anthony Costa from oh, that the is Boy Band mix. Blue. Oh. Yeah, I tell you. So, Jamie, you're going to have a crack at this song, are you? Yeah. Okay. All right, Jamie, let me play the clip for you one more time. You ready? Yeah. There's plenty. This is hungry work. Take me the journey. Can we get it one more time? Take me to church. Oh, stunning. Well, let, let's oh, find out God. if you're correct. Let's see. Take me to church. Yes. Yes. Jamie. Jamie's bagged himself. Well done. Go on, Jamie, you salty dog. You've just won the prize. How do you feel? Brilliant. Thanks so much. Stunning. Well done again, Jamie. Let's have a listen to all our other voices, though, in our entries. That looks plenty. This is hungry work. Take 
take me to church. I'll tell you my sins so you can shop and yeah. unite. Take me to church. Oh. <laughs> oh. That second last one was very good. What about the last one? <laughs> it was all right. It was interesting. It was a one. It was not too bad. All right. Love those entries. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Make sure to subscribe to get the podcast sent straight to your phone every day. And catch Graham and Nathan on Fully Charged. Weekday mornings from 7 on Spin 103.8.